Hey Alpha Females, it's Katie Freeman here. Happy New Year. I hope everybody enjoyed their New Year's celebrations. And let's get back into it. It's another week of Alpha Female. So this week, I wanted to talk about recruitment prep. Woohoo! Um, so I know that we are a little bit far out from formal recruitment, but I wanted to prep people who are going to be going through spring recruitment as well, since that is coming up um, quicker than fall recruitment. So I wanted to touch base on some conversation topics that you should consider uh, bringing up during recruitment parties as both a collegian and a potential new member. I'm going to start from the perspective of a collegian. So as you know, as a collegian, there is plenty of preparations that go into what a good conversation is all about. And so I'm not going to go super in-depth into what topics because they are already going to be covered so frequently for you guys. I mean, when I was a collegian, we had recruitment prep at least once a month, even during the off months, just to keep our conversation muscle strong. Um, So in those conversations, collegians are going to ask about things like where you went to school, what clubs were you in, what are you interested in studying at school, Um, if you had any extracurriculars like theater or art or music um, or sports. Uh, I remember there was one house on campus that prided themselves on winning practically every single sports competition. So they proudly displayed all of their trophies <laughs> in their house. And uh, that was one of their major talking points during recruitment conversations. So um, it was very obvious that it was high priority for them. So, um, but not every house is going to be the same. So Going back to approved conversation topics, you know, um, staying in the safe realm, don't get into politics or religion, obviously. Steer clear of any too hot of topic. Um, And of course, as the collegian, it is your job to steer the conversation uh, into safe territory if the potential new member ever brings up something that's controversial or inappropriate. Um, it's kind of on the collegian to steer away from that just because so especially in fall recruitment, you have such a short amount of time to actually get to know people. You really need to make that time count. And I'm going to say that in the spring, it is different because they are more free form, uh, definitely more laid back parties where you can stay pretty much the entire duration of the party and just talk to a couple people, you know, um, sitting at your table. 
Um, you don't have to do the rotations like you do in fall. Now, with going back to the fall formal recruitment, you are going to go through at least two to three or four collegian rotations. So that way you are meeting as many potential new members as possible and the potential new members are meeting as many sisters as possible. If you are a collegian and a recruitment party conversation is not going well, you can definitely lean on just talking about yourself. Um, If you get the sense that the woman you're speaking to has zero interest in joining your house, do not take it personally. It has nothing to do with you. Um, Just start talking about yourself because honestly, they're not going to give you very much to work off of. And if you need to just fill space, just talk about yourself. Um, And you guys know me by now that I love an anecdote, uh, personal anecdote. So I'm going to talk about my first year on the other side, meaning my first year as a recruiter. So from the get-go, I always found that I was a really, really good recruiter because I can easily make conversations with people, um, especially after the months of preparation for conversations. I felt completely confident in what I wanted to talk about. And um, up until this particular, one particular party, I felt 100% confident in my abilities. And it wasn't until my sophomore year fall recruitment preference night that I had my confidence shaken up a little bit. So story time. I was a very enthusiastic member of my sorority. I wanted to be one of the you know, top recruiters in the house. And we had a party, a preference night party, where I think we had like three or four parties that day. Um, so quite a few women um, that needed to have party buddies assigned. Um, and they went through the list and, you know, we raised our hands. Okay, well, I'll, I'll chat with her. I'll chat with them, whatever. And um, I volunteered for one of the PNMs that we knew some about her. We knew she was a legacy to another house, um, but she was still coming to our house for the preference night party. Um, and so I volunteered because you like, I, I again, I thought, oh, no, nothing can touch me. <laughs> I'm fine. I will figure it out. I will make conversation with this person. It'll be great. So cut to the preference night conversation portions where it was after we had sung um, as a chapter and we were back to the tables where we were sharing a small snack and just chatting away. Well, I could tell that this woman was disinterested because she really did not make a ton of effort to ask me a lot of questions about the house that I was part of. Um, It was very clear that she didn't really want to be there. Um, And at no fault to her, you know, she still showed up. 
Um, could she have shown up with a better attitude? Maybe. But um, you know what? Sometimes you can't always be in the best mood and you just got to work through it. So uh, I tried my best to work through it. And I think I did the best I could for the time um, and the age that I was because I think I was like 19 or 20 by that point. I just started talking about myself. And by the end of that party, uh, we were asked to give some feedback based off of our conversations. And I remember speaking to my new member educator who had assigned me this person to talk to um, and just starting to break down and cry because I felt like I had failed them. Um, she assured me that I did everything I could. I did everything right. It just wasn't a fit. Um, but at that time, I wanted to prove that I was a really good recruiter. So it really affected me. And um, this is also just to say, like, if you cry during a recruitment, <laughs> it's not the end of the world. <laughs> Whether you are crying because you didn't get into the house you wanted or because you're so freaking tired because it's exhausting. It's a marathon. Um, and you're just constantly going through parties and wearing heels that hurt. And, you know, you're uncomfortable. And it's just, it's a lot. It's a lot. And, you know, do not feel ashamed for crying <laughs> during recruitment. Sometimes that is just the best thing best catharsis out there. Um, and you know what? Maybe a couple other sisters need to let out some stuff too. So <laughs> you can definitely lean on uh, either fellow PNMs, meaning potential new members, or fellow collegiate sisters because you know what? We're all in this together. Greek life is a very interesting experience that not everybody is going to relate to. And for those of you that are in it, you get it. Uh, it is freaking hard. So recruitment, again, is a very, very all-consuming experience. And you know what? By the end of it, you kind of fall back in love with the sorority that you ended up in. Um, at least that was my experience going through it. Like my enthusiasm for my sorority increased tenfold every single recruitment because you remember why you're there. You remember why you picked it and why you're still in it. And, um, you, you just, it rubs off on you when you're talking up your house so much because you're like, yeah, you know what? We are actually kind of awesome. I love this place and you should love it too. So we'd love to have you, that kind of stuff. So it's a very unique experience. So that's kind of enough about the collegian side. Let's talk more about the potential new member side. So Again, you're going to want to steer clear of any too hot topics um, like the ones that I mentioned before, um, but you are going to want to take the conversation and you're not going to be steering it per se because that's really more of the collegians job. However, there will be some collegians that 
are more passive in their conversation skills. And so that is your opportunity to bring up, hey, I was president of this club on campus, or I was varsity all-star on this sports team at my high school, or whatever it was. Um, If you are a transfer student, you can mention what clubs you were in, what interests you, um, that you were a part of at your community college or other university that you transferred from. Um, This is your time to really shine and bring up all the things that make you unique and would seem interesting to potential new sisters that are considering you to be become part of their house. So you're going to want to have like a like a an elevator pitch in your head. Um and I would definitely recommend running through those topics um in preparation for these recruitment parties. Because when you're in it, uh, sometimes you kind of black out a little bit (laughs) because you're so focused on making a good impression that sometimes you forget, like, wait, what was I supposed to say? So I would highly recommend as a potential new member, you need to think of like the bullet points about yourself. Um, What are the highlights? What are the things that you want people that you meet to take away from getting to meet you? Um, What are the things you want them to remember about you? Um, For me, I was highly involved in theater. I did uh, four years of theater classes. I did four years of art. I did four years of track and field at my high school. So I had a very diverse um, background and interests uh so I could you know bring that up during my parties and uh I did mention this in the meet the host episode that I did um I think it's episode one but um this is something for the legacies out there now I do want to also preface that Being a legacy does not hold the same weight as it once did. Um, Quite honestly, it's it's for the best because it really should be merit-based on where you end up. Going back to my mistake that I made um, during the first day of recruitment when I went through it, Uh, as a potential new member, was I was so excited about becoming Greek and I couldn't help myself and this is a little bit of my ADHD but um I mentioned that I was a legacy at every single house that I went to so I was talking about another house at the six other sororities that I visited um and that is not a good look because they want to know if you are interested in joining them. And and by mentioning this house that I was legacy to, I was basically saying, I'm you're kind of wasting my time. I'm not really interested in joining, which quite honestly, I wasn't really interested in joining another house. I was really just interested in joining the house I was a legacy to because I kind of already had my heart set on it. 
and nothing was really going to sway me. Um, but hindsight, I really should just have kept my mouth shut about that particular point. Um, just because it was such like, they, it would have been an interesting outcome to see where I would have gotten a call back if I hadn't mentioned that I was a legacy. I think, I think I would have, it would have been an interesting, um, experience to go through it, uh, and see what the other houses have in store. Um, but you know what? I regret nothing. I regret nothing. But I would recommend don't mention you're a legacy if you want to truly, uh, if, if you want the typical recruitment experience, do not mention you're a legacy to another house um, if you are visiting uh, another sorority. Um, obviously, that is a given for a lot of people. But for those of us who are impulsive and don't think things through all the time, um, just a hot tip. <laughs> just don't do that. Now, that being said, if you are a legacy to a specific house and you do want to join that house, you do want to mention during the parties that you are a legacy. Um, just because you, if you do want to join that house, you want to give yourself as much of a leg up as possible. Again, it doesn't hold as much weight as it once did. Um, but it's something to mention. And it's it's going to make you stand out still. Just in that this is something that they will write down after the parties are over. Um, they being the collegian. Um, as a note of like, okay, well they also mentioned that in addition to the sports that they did or the art that they did, whatever it is, um, that they are interested in joining us because they are a legacy and that's just going to be, you know, another one of the headlining details about yourself. Um, again, it's about making yourself stand out as much as possible. One of the added benefits of being in Greek life is the fact that when you are going through recruitment, it is essentially a more relaxed version of a job interview in that you are telling um the houses all about yourself. They don't know you from Adam. Um, and they just need to get to know you and what you're good at, uh, and just get a sense of who you are. And that's the same in how it is in a job interview. Um, as well as, you know, conversations that happen during recruitment parties will absolutely be relevant and come in handy in real life situations outside of college. Um, the skills that I learned and how to have conversations with people I've just met um, have been irreplaceable skills that I could have only learned in this kind of environment where it's so high pressure to make an impression in competition with all these other people. I mean, that's essentially what a job interview is, right? You know, there's several applicants also vying for the same job. You know, you have to stand out in the interview. Um, that, will, that will set you apart and that will get you the job. 
Um, and then also just making conversations with people you've just met. I mean, there are so many situations in my day-to-day life where I am grateful that I'm just able to strike up conversations with people. Um, I can usually find some kind of common ground or, you know, shared experience that we're all having and that sparks a conversation, you know, um, just it's, it's come in handy so many times it's hard to count, but, um, it definitely will be applicable to later on in your life. I think I've covered a decent amount of what you can expect out of conversations during recruitment. Um, If I think of anything else, I'll do a part two. But uh, for now, I think I'm going to wrap it up. So thank you again for tuning in for this week's episode. I love getting to do this every week and just sharing my stories, sharing my tips. And I hope you guys enjoy it too. So if you have any questions about Greek life, sorority life, feel free to send an email to alphafemalepod at gmail.com. And be sure to rate five stars wherever you listen to this podcast. Thank you again for tuning back in this week. I hope everybody has a great weekend ahead and I'll talk to you next week.